the date is March 14th, which means we are on the threshold of a day special to many. I am not referring to St. Patrick's Day, although I respect my Catholic friends who show reverence them. I am referring to a day which in fact has the purpose of stealing some of the Catholic's thunder, as it were. We are coming up on March 16th, so hold your hand over your heart for St. Erhol's Day. <laughs> In Morris, there is one person who has lifted up this full holiday, F-A-U-X, and increased awareness. You might be familiar with this individual. He is Dave Holman, formerly of the public school faculty. I haven't seen Dave in a long time, but of course the pandemic has wedged an obstacle for many people. Many of our friends continue to live in our memories only. Maybe we will break out of that this summer. Dave Holman is what you would call a character of the type that has probably been squeezed from our school faculties. He was part of a clique that would often gather at the Morris Eagles Club. I remember Russ Anderson, Al Hendrickson, Don Fellows, and Roger Gunnifson. These were highly likable people but I think their profession made them rather jaded. Today in education, you must be very serious and idealistic in your outlook. It was not always that way, believe me. <laughs> the long ago editor of the Morris Sun Tribune newspaper, Steve Lang, told Dave that my irreverent article about St. Erho's Day one year was the best thing I had ever written. Well, I will take the compliment. I reported on an evening with the guys at the Eagles Club as St. Erho's was nearing. In my article, I made up the name Knights of St. Erho. By way of introduction, this fictional saint is associated with Finland. The legend was woven by Finnish Americans in northern Minnesota in the 1950s. You might say the Finnish people are trying to upstage the Irish for whom St. Patrick is, of course, the focus. When you celebrate St. Erhol, you have enough energy remaining to give St. Patrick his due also? That's the question. The legend was created by a department store employee in Virginia, Minnesota. Virginia was the hometown of one of my best college friends, Brad Makala, Maxi. St. <laughs> Erho was created in 1956. The legend was created because some Finnish people thought it unfortunate 
that the Finns lacked a saint like the Irish St. Patrick. St. Patrick cast the snakes out of Ireland. St. Erho is revered and immortalized for saving the Finnish grape crops from a frog or grasshopper plague. Huh, does Finland even have a grape crop? <laughs> St. Erho's feast is supposed to be celebrated by wearing the colors royal purple and Nile green. Dave Holman always put on a shirt with these colors for the special day. Dave told me the legend of St. Erho was actually discovered, inscribed on the thigh bone of a prehistoric bear. Legends can get embroidered. There are St. Erho fan clubs in Canada and Finland, as well as the United States. The original statue of St. Erho is in Managa. There is a chainsaw carved statue in Finland, Minnesota. My article in the Morris paper was in the form of a column, although I never did write a regularly appearing column. It was on the editorial page. I, uh, I would not want to be under deadline pressure for a regular column, at least in a paid position. Pressure. <laughs> the column was the equivalent to the blogging which I do today, where there's actually no pressure. I do it entirely on my own terms. Isn't that the way a writer is supposed to function? Let us move along from the subject of St. Erho and look at the Sunday, March 14th entry in my ELCA devotional booklet, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. The headline is Fourth Sunday in Lent. The light has come into the world. Verse 19 of John 3. Let us continue. Children often fear the dark. Emergency room workers often dread the night shift. But do more bad things really happen after sundown? For adults and kids alike, maybe it's more that darkness is visually limiting, reminding us there are things, physical and otherwise, we can't see or grasp. The final limit is death. The scriptures often link darkness and death, the value of the shadow of death. Psalm 23, 4, King James Version. The people who sat in darkness and in the region and shadow of death, Matthew 4, 16. Yet the psalmist says, I fear no evil because the shepherd is near. And the people who lived in darkness have seen a great light in Jesus coming. The hymn, I want to walk as a child of the light, declares of Jesus, in him there is no darkness at all. The night and the day are both alike. We can orient our lives toward Jesus as flowers, and many people 
turn toward the life-giving sun. In his light, we are safe and can thrive day and night. As we share the light of Jesus with others, we can all learn that we need not be afraid. Lord God, thank you for the life-giving light of Jesus Christ. Amen. Prayer concern. People who work night shifts. End of quoted material. Yes, I'm... Uh, Personally, I'm hardly ever outside my residence now after dark. Quite the contrast to the years when I did work for the Morris Sun Tribune newspaper. My goodness. Yes, well, Jim Morrison gave me slack for that, for toiling away in a rather unconventional fashion, but that was my chosen lifestyle for a quite long time. Could I do it again? Well, in theory I could, but the nature of the media business, it has changed so much. It has changed so much. Well, I shouldn't dwell on that. The sun is out on this mid-March day. Any day now, I'll see if I can walk the complete circle of the biking walking trail out east of town. We'll see if all the slush and ice is gone. Should be any day now. You should consider getting out there yourselves. Good day. <laughs>